Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, annoying partner bedroom habits and you're eating donairs all wrong. It's true. It's also true that this is the worst day of the year if you have to call somewhere for an appointment or maybe if you have to call customer service, we'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Also, why the weekend canceled his concert after it already started and things that were socially acceptable in 2002 but wouldn't fly today. The $1,000 Minute Advantage right now. This is for September 7th. The answer to question number 10 for Wednesday's $1,000 Minute is 1778. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Hey, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thank you, Aaron. It's uh, September 6th. How does that happen? <laughs> Yeah, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> Basically, September's <laughs> over, and uh, yeah, wow. I uh, hope you had a great long weekend. Thanks, and I hope everybody did. Um, the weather was unbelievably good. Oh, my. It was it was gorgeous. Yeah. And now we've got a bit of a rainy morning in store for us today, but it is going to uh, clear up later on this afternoon. It looks like a cloudy day. Uh, you were off to what, Anaganish this Anaganish, weekend? Anaganish uh, on the weekend. I attended a folk festival on Saturday. It was okay. so hot. Was it? Yeah, and then at 5.30, it just got so cold. You know? Was it a bunch of local artists there playing? Yeah, mostly, yeah. Okay. Local artists, Cape Breton artists. It was, it was great. I haven't right. done that for a few years. Kind of felt like the wrap-up of summer this yeah. weekend. Uh, speaking of the wrap-up of summer, we're going to have our final staycation summer winner this morning, mm-hmm. uh, winning that amazing prize pack for uh, the North End at Halifax. Gift yeah. cards to all over Gottagen Street. So we'll be making that call later on this morning, closer to nine if you entered into win. Okay, what the fact facts for you this morning. Tina Turner uh, is no longer an American citizen. She gave up her U.S. citizenship to become a Swiss citizen Oh, in 2013. She's been living in Switzerland since 1994. Oh, I didn't know that. No longer a U.S. citizen. Okay. Um, when the first typewriter was created, this was 1868, the creators saved money by not including keys for a zero or a one. They figured people could just use an O for the zero <laughs> and an I for the one. Close enough. Well, It'll work. It's a pretty good idea. <laughs> I, I still find myself. Did I just put a zero or an honestly? O in yeah. Uh, some species of caterpillars have evolved to look like bird poop. So if a bird spots spots them, they won't get eaten. Oh, mm-hmm. like just splattered on the floor <laughs> on the ground. Neat trick. Okay, what? yeah. <laughs> and um, phosphorus <laughs> was accidentally discovered in the 1660s by a guy who was boiling his pea. To try to turn it no. into gold. Into gold? I don't know. It was just an idea he had. Maybe if I <laughs> boiled this, <laughs> it would I'll, turn, be a, I'll become rich. It would turn into <laughs> gold. Uh, but instead, no, he discovered uh, phosphorus. Now, uh, uh, coincidentally, mm-hmm. uh, the the symbol on the periodic table for phosphorus is... Don't say it. P. P. Of course it is. Makes sense, of right? Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> Aaron and Peter, getting your day moving. Everybody was moving, grooving. Today's best variety. Move 100. <laughs> Just uh, discussing our weekends. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Man. How much trouble can one person get I know. Huh? I know. I know. <laughs> Including going out to eat and realizing that your partner 
eats that stuff all wrong. Yes, yes. Is there something that your partner eats and they do it totally wrong? Renee did it on the weekend, and I, I could not stop chirping her for this. Uh, Saturday night, you know, we're, we're hanging out. We've been, we've been at the lake all day. And then we decided, hey, let's order a couple donairs. Mm. It's the weekend. Why not? So anyways, yeah, we get some donairs delivered. And uh, I'm watching Renee eat this because, you know, it's messy. And, you know, you, you basically need to shower after you eat a donair because there's donair sauce everywhere. That's not a bad idea. She's found the way to avoid that. And I'm watching her eat this donair. She she unraveled the, the whole entire wrap, put it on a plate, took a fork, ate all the donair meat out of the donair, and then was like maybe like, you know, like peeling off a little piece of pita here and there, but then basically threw the entire pita away and ate only the meat. And I'm going, who eats a donair that way? She ate... Her donair with a fork? With the fork. She ate all the meat out of the wrap and then ate a couple pieces of the pita and then threw the pita away. I'm fairly certain you can't even get that utensil at King of Donair. <laughs> I know, right? That's you, actually... Not... <laughs> Could I have a fork, please? Leave. But who... Just, e- just go. Who eats a donair like that? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's terrible, it was Renee. horrible. But surely, surely she could look at you and say, let me tell you the way that Aaron eats blank. And she would come up with something very, very Oh, how similar. I eat something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. She, oh, she chirps me on how I eat corn on the cob. Right now, we've been eating that a lot lately. I had some last night. Did, how do you eat corn on the cob? So the good. Cob? Well, she says I waste it. She says I don't eat, like I leave pieces of corn in the cob. But when I'm done, I'm done. But she, this is disgusting. She's going to kill me for saying this. But she will literally take my corn on the cob after I'm done with it and eat what I left behind. She eats the niblets. Which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that, ever, ever. Well, but mean, she says must, I leave too much behind. You must leave a whole lot behind if there's enough left to feast upon after you're finished. I would say she's feasting upon it. <laughs> she just doesn't want to see anything go to waste. So but I'm I, like, okay, miss, throwing out your pita from your donair. I can see eating corn on the cob and having, like, some on the ends. Right. Because you, you don't have the proper holders or right. something. Yeah. So is that where you no. Oh, no, no, no. We have what? the holders. We have the holders. Well, how, how do you know? I just do a bite, 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 bite. Bite, bite. You don't do the mim, 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 all the way out like a typewriter? No. <laughs> and she's chirping me that I leave behind too many... Niblets. Niblets. Is that what they're called? Yeah, sounds they dirty, called? but it isn't. Can I have your niblets, please? <laughs> so I guess you're right. I guess we both eat something wrong. Yeah. Completely wrong. Yeah. I mentioned Renee eating a donair, like she opened up the wrap and ate the donair meat with a fork. It that's that's <laughs> like I know Renee is from here. I know that she is her family roots yeah, are here. Yeah. She ate her donair like someone from I don't know, Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to see where you're gonna go with. <laughs> Scarborough. Yeah, honestly. I mean, like, um, what are you doing? Montreal. I mm. mean, you just, she had no idea how to eat it. And she looked at that and said, oh, <laughs> that's clearly a salad with right? meat in it. And I'm going to eat that with a fork. I that's thought, not the way to do it. I thought it was funny because I, she often also chirps me because I eat my pizza with a fork and knife often. And I'm like, okay. A donair is so much worse to be I, eating with a fork. Yeah, There's no way. There You're is doing some it wrong. precedent for eating uh, a pizza with a fork. I'm not saying it's right to eat it with a fork and knife. Right. Uh, there, but there is some precedent. Yes. There are some places around the world where that happens. Totally. No place, nowhere in the world where a uh, a donair or mm-hmm. even its close cousin, the Giro, 
would be eaten with a fork and knife. Right. Okay. <laughs> Having said that, yeah. the texts immediately start rolling in, starting with, it's the only way to eat a donair, referring mm. to the knife and fork. Okay, this text, good morning, guys. Sorry, I'm with Renee. I eat donair the same. No judging, LOL. Have a great day. And hi, Aaron. I eat Moder. Hi, Aaron. I eat my donair the same way Renee does too. Open it up, put it on a plate, get my fork out. But I do not throw out my pita. Oh my God, that's the best oh part. God. How how is everyone siding with her? Here? I don't know. I mean, can we just spend just a moment mm. on the proper way to eat a donair? It is already wrapped up in yeah. foil. You peel off the top part of that foil to get to a pointy end. Mm -hmm. You eat that pointy end, you peel off a little bit more, and you keep going. Yes. Until finally there is some sort of sauce dripping down (laughs) your arm to the bottom of your elbow. That's when you know you're getting close to the end. And then it's okay to remove all of the rest of the tinfoil and just get it in your mouth anyway. You just have to shove it in there. That's And then get in the shower because you're covered in donair sauce. (laughs) And it's disgusting. And yeah, that that pretty much wraps it up. If anybody else knows a different way to eat a donair, we welcome. No, yeah. But this whole topic began with (laughs) this strange way that your partner eats something that drives you up the wall. And? Uh, Potato chips. My wife eats potato chips. Um, (laughs) Weird. That was driving me up the wall on the weekend. Um, She likes the sound of the crunch. It's possible to muffle that sound just by closing your mouth and and crunching and with crunching, your mouth closed right yeah. and it, it muffles it somehow but no she likes the sound of the crunch oh, so no. each bite begins with <laughs> that's it with mouth open crunch and then you know once the and crunch, then she closes once the satisfying crunch is heard she you know closes down and and eats uh. the chips the rest of the way um, she, <laughs> we got into a disagreement, shall I say, on the way home about cinnamon buns, cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, buns. cinnamon okay. rolls. Yeah. And, uh, she ate the outside of the roll and left the inside there. And I go, what, what are you doing? <laughs> That's Th- the best that, part. You've left the best part mm-hmm. of the cinnamon roll there. You, you're not going to eat that? And she said, well, I, I disagree. It's not the best part. The outside is a best part. No, that's no. all dry. There's no. no icing touching the yeah. ends. And then she had the nerve to say, well, would you like to, can, would you like the, the inside of the cinnamon bun? Well, of course I would <laughs> like it. That's what I want. But I'm driving. <laughs> it's going to fall apart in circular patterns all across oh, my life. I can't oh my do God. that. I can't believe she said the outside of a cinnamon bun was the best part. Who says that? Nobody. Who does that? Nobody. It got a little bit further, and I'm, I said, that I suppose you're going to tell me that the bottom of the muffin is the best. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> On. I don't know. I have no idea. Wow. Obviously, the top of the muffin is the best. <laughs> so she's eating foods all, all wrong. wrong. All wrong. All wrong. Bless I believe, her heart. I, I'm, I'm going to blame it on growing up in an Italian family. Perhaps they have different, you know, norms when it comes to these Two cinnamon buns? Two cinnamon buns. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. All right. What does your partner eat all wrong? Can you add to the list? We've, so far, we've got what done? Donair, corn on the cob, cinnamon, cinnamon buns, buns, chips. Chips. Yeah. What else? Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. It was Omar Sachedina's first night on the CTV anchor desk last night. Mm-hmm. A tough position for him uh, to be to be placed in. I'm sure he'll do great. But it was his first night 
actually on the anchor desk replacing an icon, replacing Lisa LaFlam. Mm -hmm. And he did address that at the end of the newscast. We typically cover the news, but lately we have become the subject of it. Over the past few weeks, Canadians have been having important discussions about ageism, sexism and racism. The fact that we can have these conversations and learn from them is one of the hallmarks of this great country and reminds us of the role we all have in making it even better. Half a century after my parents were expelled from Uganda and were welcomed by compassionate and generous Canadians from coast to coast to coast, starting this journey with you tonight means a great deal to me and it validates the promise of possibility. But I'm just one part of a tireless team determined to share stories with you about what matters to Canadians and brings us together. Our mission is to do that objectively, with balance and with different perspectives. Finally, it is important for me to acknowledge the inspiration and mentor that Lisa Laflamme has been to me over the years. Lisa, thank you for everything. Like many of you, I really wish Lisa's goodbye could have been from here. I know welcoming me into your homes every night is not a right. It's a privilege. I will work hard with our team to earn and build your trust for that continued privilege. That's my commitment to you. And that is our commitment to you. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. We can't escape the corn kid. The corn kid was... The talk of our house all weekend long. Was he? Yeah, explaining it to people who hadn't seen the yeah. kid before, playing the song, listening to it. I mean, it's, it's so cute. So this kid, the cutest kid ever, went viral after uh, doing an interview about corn on the cob and how much he loves it. <laughs> and then somebody on TikTok took the interview and made it into a song known as the corn song. For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. like a full-on song that you can get on Spotify. Yeah. Like, it's a full-on thing. Favorite line, when you put butter on it, when I put butter on it, everything, <laughs> everything changed. changed. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you put butter on anything and everything changes. Uh, Kevin Bacon now went ahead and released his own acoustic version of the corn song, tapping the guitar strings with an ear of corn. <laughs> it's corn, a big lump with knobs, it has the juice. I mean, look at this thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. And when I tasted it with butter, everything changed. Because it's corn. Big love with mouths and hands and juice. I mean, look at this thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. When I tasted it with butter, everything changed. It's corn. He's so sensual about it. Yes, it's a love song. I know, two corn on the cob. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where we're at in life. Check in at move100halifax.ca and see what you can win. Right on. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Well, tributes continue to pour in for Dartmouth's own well-known battle rapper, Pat Stay, who was killed in downtown Halifax early Sunday morning at the age of 36, which is devastating. Uh, Pat was a really big deal. He wasn't just a niche, you know, local celebrity from Dartmouth. He was known as the best battle rapper in the country and has been for about 15 years. 
So lots of celebrities are posting about Pat, Eminem and Drake being two of them. Uh, Eminem tweeted, hip-hop lost one of the best battlers of all time. Uh, R.I.P. Pat Stay, Kings Never Die. While Drake posted tribute calling Pat one of his favorite rappers ever. Uh, Pat actually performed at Drake's birthday party last year. Yeah, honestly, I did not know who Pat Stay was. I've watched a few of his videos in Mm. the last couple of days. Oh, my God, he was good. Unbelievable. Now, a GoFundMe page has been set up to raise money for Pat's family. Over $138,000 has been raised in just a matter of days. Uh, So if you would like to take part in that, you can find the link for the GoFundMe on our socials. Uh, And just wanted to share one of Pat's Instagram posts that's kind of going around the internet right now. He posted six days ago a photo of himself with the caption, Imagine if we treated all of our friends and loved ones as if we know their days were numbered. So our thoughts are going out to uh, Pat's family and friends. Hey, imagine going to see a concert, the weekend in concert, only to have him cancel three and a half songs in. What is going on? That is what happened over the weekend in L.A. Uh, The weekend played a big show Saturday night, sold out show, made it through three songs and then shared this message with fans in the crowd. I don't know what just happened when I screamed, but I just lost my voice. This is killing me and I don't want to stop the show. And I can't give you the concert that I want to give you right now. But it makes everybody's good, get your money back, but I'll do a show real soon for you guys. But I wanted to come out and personally apologize and not tweet it or Instagram or whatever. I want you guys to know. I'm so sorry. I love you guys so much. I love you. Thank you so much. What a hard decision to make. This was going around, it seems, in the weekend. The country singer Luke Combs had the same thing happen to him. Mid-concert? Well, mid-concert. But but what he said was, well, he went on with the show. Yeah. But he said everybody was going to get their money back uh, because I'm not my best by any means. But you're about to get the best free show you ever got. (laughs) (laughs) Man, well, it's unfortunate for sure. Hey, and finally, uh, Twitter seems to be working on what we've been asking for, well, forever. Uh, At Twitter, tweeted. If you see an edited tweet, it's because we're testing the edit button. This is happening and you'll be okay. (laughs) Finally. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Take a minute and win $1,000 cash. Play Aaron and Peter's $1,000 Minute weekday mornings at 8. Presented by Colonial Honda on Roby. Halifax, your Honda is here. On Move 100. Start to finish, inside and out. Invoke Home Design. It all happens in the state-of-the-art Invoke showroom. Book your complimentary visit today at invokedesign.ca. Walmart's the number one place to save on groceries. Save $1 per pound of red or green seedless grapes. Now only one ninety-seven per pound. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Well, tributes continue to pour in for Dartmouth's own well-known battle rapper, Pat Stay, who was killed in downtown Halifax early Sunday morning at the age of 36, which is devastating. Uh, Pat was a really big deal. He wasn't just a niche, you know, local celebrity from Dartmouth. He was known as the best battle rapper in the country and has been for about 15 years. So lots of celebrities are posting about Pat, Eminem and Drake being two of them. Uh, Eminem tweeted, hip-hop lost one of the best battlers of all time. Uh, R.I.P. Pat Stay, Kings Never Die. While Drake posted tribute calling Pat one of his favorite rappers ever. Uh, Pat actually performed at Drake's birthday party last year. Yeah, Honestly, I did not know who Pat Stay was. 
I've watched a few of his videos in mm. the last couple of days. Oh, my God, he was good. Unbelievable. Now, a GoFundMe page has been set up to raise money for Pat's family. Over $138,000 has been raised in just a matter of days. Uh, so if you would like to take part in that, you can find the link for the GoFundMe on our socials. Uh, and just wanted to share one of Pat's Instagram posts that's kind of going around the internet right now. He posted six days ago a photo of himself with the caption, Imagine if we treated all of our friends and loved ones as if we know their days were numbered. Mm. So our thoughts are going out to uh, Pat's family and friends. Hey, imagine going to see a concert, the weekend in concert, only to have him cancel three and a half songs in. What is going on? That is what happened over the weekend in L.A. Uh, the weekend played a big show Saturday night, sold out show, made it through three songs and then shared this message with fans in the crowd. I don't know what just happened when I screamed, but I just lost my voice. This is killing me. I don't want to stop the show. And I can't give you the concert that I want to give you right now. But it makes sure everybody's good, get your money back. But I also, I'll do a show real soon for you guys. But I wanted to come out and personally apologize and not tweet it or Instagram or whatever. I want you guys to know. I'm so sorry. I love you guys so much. I love you. Thank you so much. What a hard decision to make. This was going around, it seems, in the weekend. The country singer Luke Combs had the same thing happen to him. Mid-concert? Well, mid-concert. But what he said was, well, he went on with the show. Yeah. But he said everybody was going to get their money back. Uh, because I'm not my best by any means, Aww. but you're about to get the best free show you ever got. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, it's unfortunate for sure. Hey, and finally, uh, Twitter seems to be working on what we've been asking for, well, forever. Uh, at Twitter, tweeted. <laughs> if you see an edited tweet, it's because we're testing the edit button. This is happening and you'll be okay. <laughs> finally. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. We found out that 40% of millennials say they would break up with their partners if they wouldn't stop eating in bed. <laughs> Does your partner do that? <laughs> I, this would drive me. Eating, eating in, in bed? bed? Oh, no. my God, the crumbs. I'm used to it. This What? I'm used to it. Gisela does that. Oh, she, does she? Yeah, and often, I mean, it does drive me crazy. I mean, I don't mind her eating in bed. I, honestly, I don't. I have never have, but she needs kind of like a... <laughs> Bed snack, right? And okay, so just a snack food. She's not having like spaghetti dinner. <laughs> no, in her bed. no, no, not at all. <laughs> but the annoying part of it is that sometimes I'm just going to sleep. Sometimes, you know, I'm rolled over, say good night, going to sleep. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes later, not quite to sleep, and <laughs> a snack will roll into bed. <laughs> Stop! And can you hear her like chewing? Yes, Come yes, I can. on, yeah, it, it, it's a little. It's a thing. You're so sweet because you're like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Deep down, I know it's, it's not fine. fine. It's not fine. If I were a millennial, I'd break up with you. <laughs> but I'm not. Luckily, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> so I would consider that um, I, a habit. A habit, an annoying bedroom Annoying habit. bedroom That's habit. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I came into work this morning exhausted. Yes, you did. Didn't get a wink of sleep last night. Poor thing. Because uh, my lovely partner, Renee, she talks in her sleep so much. And last night was? It was a bad night for it. She talked 
all night long. And I and I wake up to I'm a light sleeper, right? So she says one thing, I'm up. What are you saying to me? And I, I try to kind of listen to what she's talking about, but it's all work stuff. Like I have no idea what she's saying. She's talking about meetings and and some of her coworkers. And I'm like, can you just stop talking? <laughs> Well, she can't though. She, can but she? She's obviously like dream. No, no, no. She's she's totally asleep. But it keeps me up all night long, all night long. And now I'm tired and cranky. Is it gibberish? Is it or do, do some uh, of the sentences make sense? Do you they know, all make sense? Some of them make sense, but oftentimes it's like a lot of slurring. Like I told them that. I told her <laughs> actually. I texted her this morning and I was like, I cannot get over how much you you, you talk in your sleep. I'm going to record her next time. I need one of those apps that picks up when it hears the sound, mm. just so she can see how often she does it. It's a thing. I may be guilty of talking in my sleep, but I mean, not, I know I don't talk in my sleep like you just described, Renee. Yeah. But if I'm having a bad dream, I know I will wake up myself like oh. with some sort of screaming or yelling or something you like that. Wake up screaming? Well, a little bit, but I know I don't. I, I in my head in my <laughs> dream, I'm oh my I know what I'm saying, but when I realize out, when I wake same. up that I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> That is the worst. It's got to be frightening for the person next to me. Uh, yeah, if I woke up to Renee screaming, I don't know what I would do. I would probably screaming, pee in my pants. Screaming chipperish. Chipperish, you know? not making any sense. <sighs> okay, so it's annoying bedroom habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just spend a little bit of time sharing some of those <laughs> commiserating and, yeah. and feeling that we're not alone in this, yeah, okay? Your partner's annoying bedroom habits. This text, uh, an annoying bedroom habit my husband has... He's not showering before bed. Mm, I hate that. <laughs> or like, don't even think about getting inside the bed with your outside clothes on. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you've been out all day and then you are like sitting in the bed, it's like, no. Not showering before bed. We're not going to uh, have any good night cuddles here. <laughs> yeah, get away from me. Uh, this text, teeth grinding. I was laying awake in the morning and heard my husband grinding his teeth. It made me involuntarily twitch. And I pinched something in my neck. Oh. I had to go to physio half oh a dozen times to work it out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That oh. is annoying. That's a bad one when you hear it, too, the grinding. Yes. Ooh. Annoying bedroom habits, okay? Yeah, that's what we want to hear. Good morning, Move 100. Uh, your partner has a few. No, the only thing is, is I'll get into bed, open my book. My husband crawls in, and before I even turn the page, he's sound asleep. How do people do that? Oh, that is maddening. How long does it take you to go to sleep? Probably 40 minutes, and that's even with a sleeping pill. <laughs> you know 40 the average, minutes. The average is seven minutes. Jeez. Oh, you're kidding. Don't no. tell us that. Well, I mean, it's not my average. It's not your average. <laughs> yeah. But it's the average average. Maddening. Wow. Okay, well, wow. if, if, that's lucky. Your, if that's your biggest problem in the bedroom, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Good morning, Move 100, your partner's annoying bedroom habit. When, so we fall asleep watching the same show every night, and when he starts the show before I've gotten into the bed. So if I'm brushing my teeth and I can hear the theme music, I hate that. Wait for me. Wow. It's courtesy. <laughs> that is inconsiderate. That seriously it's is. Very. <laughs> How long have you been doing this uh, this marriage thing? How long have you been together? Uh, not quite not quite two years. All so right. it's, it's st still new enough that I should be able to nip it yet. Yeah. Or it could be a deal breaker. <laughs> 
Well, listen, Family Guy is serious business. It is. <laughs> Don't mess with Family Guy. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Okay, we got Ann Charbonneau on the line this morning. Ann, how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> are you feeling a little nervous? <laughs> yeah. No, you're going to be just fine, Ann. Uh, okay, let's get you this money. So here's how the game works. One minute on, on the clock, 10 questions. Get all 10 right, you'll win $1,000. If not, okay. Ann, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. Uh, okay. Now, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what can't, uh, you can't take it back, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right, and your $1,000 minute on move starts now. And how many minutes are in six hours? 360. What was the only thing Amazon sold when it first launched? Pass. A series of mountains connected by high ground is referred to as what? Pass. Glooscap is a traditional hero in what Nova Scotia culture? Mi'kmaq. You have $45 and your bill is $61. How much do you need to borrow to pay your bill? 16. The swallowtail and the monarch are types of what insects found in Nova Scotia? Butterfly. The fleur-de-lis is a symbol found on which province's flag? Quebec. What's the name of the recreated French fort in Cape Breton? Louisbourg. What's the name of the skunk in the Disney movie Bambi? Bumper. Bambi was released in 1942. How many years ago was that? 80. A series of mountains connected by high ground referred to as what? Oh, and time is up. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can breathe now, Anne. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's check out what you got right. Uh, 360 minutes and six hours. Books are the only thing that Amazon sold when they first launched books. Uh, a range is a series of mountains connected by high ground. That's what they call a range. Blue Scap, traditional hero in Mi'kmaq culture. If you have $45 and your bill is $61, yes, you need 16 more dollars. You're quick with the math. <laughs> uh, I try. <laughs> a swallowtail and a monarch are butterflies. The fleur-de-lis is a symbol found on the Quebec flag. Louisburg, the recreated French fort in Cape Breton. Uh, the skunk in the movie Bambi is actually flower. Bumper okay. was a rabbit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Bambi was released in 1942, which was 80 years ago. And you did great. You got seven out of 10 and 70 bucks this morning. All right. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, thank you for playing and you hang on the line for us. Okay. Thank you. All right. Just a reminder to everybody else that when we put up our podcast later today, we will also include the answer to question number 10 for tomorrow's $1,000 Minute. We call it the $1,000 Minute Advantage. You got it. And get ready to play the game tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. The $1,000 Minute on Move 100. Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Going out without a cell phone. You wouldn't do that, would you? Never. Totally socially acceptable in 2002, not acceptable at all in 2022. Yeah. Internet's uh, talking about things that were totally socially acceptable 
20 years ago 20, in 2002. Oh, how was that 20 years ago? I don't ago? know. That's, when you say it like that, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. 2002 and, was 20 years ago? And some of the things that they're coming up with, yeah. it's like, oh, God, maybe I still do that. You know, because, again, not socially acceptable. Yeah. Uh, hanging out at the mall for hours. Oh, my gosh. Totally acceptable I in 2002. I to get so, in so much trouble for that. Some, some um, <laughs> things that were, um, I guess, kind of, well, they were definitely insults, but they were totally acceptable in 2000, 2002. Not at all acceptable mm. now. Uh, if you watch the first few seasons of America's Next Top Model, you will find out that fat shaming and body shaming was totally acceptable it's in 2002. Horrible. horrible. So was describing men as metrosexual. Oh, my God. they took care of themselves. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh, and here's something. Please, I'm not saying this as, as an insult, but in 2002... People said that's gay. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And it was not a, meant as anything but an insult. Uh, being in chat rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you oh could totally do boy. that in 2002. Yeah, I <laughs> lived on chat rooms. MSN, all the websites that you could think of. It was like, you know, that was the thing to do. You would get home from school and rush home to talk to your friends online. <laughs> and you could also go into a restaurant and bars and you could light up a cigarette. Just about any time you want. I, and they would have like a smoking section. Right. Which wasn't even closed off. It was just like, how is there a barrier here? How is this even keeping me away from the smoke? I had to double check. I mean, because people were saying, maybe that's an American thing I was thinking that in, the, the, again, this internet talk about uh, what was acceptable in 2002. But no, it was the case here. Uh, smokers had to stay in special confined rooms yeah. until nine o'clock. However, the bylaw did not apply to uh, legions. You could still... <laughs> Classic, the legions just sliding on by. Not going to happen here, folks. Light them up. Typical. Yeah. Morning's made easy. A big cup of coffee. Aaron and Peter. Yes, my day started. They get me ready to get to work every day. On Halifax's Move 100. This is, this is kind of scary. There was uh, a news anchor that revealed she suffered the beginnings of a stroke during a live broadcast. She was live on TV uh, delivering the news Saturday morning when she started stumbling and was kind of unable to read the words from her from her prompter. The Tulsa, our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the, at the, at the event. Um, the event features uh, live... Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. Julie, we love you so much. We love you so much. We have those days, and we are all feeling well. So I guess the news crews ended up calling 911, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Julie, this is her name, the news anchor, Julie Chin, said she had multiple tests. It wasn't a full stroke and that she should be fine. Yeah, it seems like a good time to kind of review those, you know, the signs of a stroke. that We've seen a TV commercial, mm, I'm sure, where right. dad is, is having a stroke and nobody can quite figure out, but somebody figures out very quickly what happens. Yeah. But it's referred to as fast, signs of a stroke, fast. Face drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulty, time to call 911. Mm. And in this woman's case, 
you don't have to have all of those signs yeah. or the three of those signs. In her case, it was just the difficulty with the speech. And the quicker you can get someone to a hospital, the, yeah. the, the better their chances of recovery. Scary situation, but glad she's going to be okay. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. First thing that pops into your head, <laughs> nearly two-thirds of us still have one of these in our homes, but most of them don't work anymore. Okay, two-thirds of them, two-thirds of us have one. They probably don't work. What are they? Give us a call with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 100-247. Good morning, Move 100, your guests. A stereo component? A stereo component is not the answer we're looking for, but thank you. Great guess. Okay, okay see ya. Bye. Hi, Move 100, your guests. A VCR? <laughs> That's not it either. VCR. Good guess. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Okay, lots of texts coming in say VCR. Lots of them say VCR. Uh, other texts saying a telephone, a doorbell. I guess everyone has like the camera doorbells now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the new age version. Uh, house phone, landline, VCR, electric razor. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I wasn't expecting that guess. Okay. Uh, text coming in from Truro says a cell phone, a broken TV. Yeah, none, none of those work so far. None of them are the answer we're looking for. Great answers. I mean, lots of people must still have a VCR. Oh, they must. But anyway, nearly two-thirds of us still have an answering machine. <laughs> they don't work, but we still got them. Or they're not hooked up. Oh. Most of us... In our homes, still have an answering machine. I hated having an answering machine. Six of us growing up in one, or six of us in one house. And so you get a message for yourself, but the whole family is going to hear it. Yeah. And if it was the school calling because somebody (laughs) wasn't in class, it's like, okay, which one of you four did it? Or six of you in your house. And you have to listen to everybody else's messages. Yeah. And it turns out you don't have any. It's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so an answering machine, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people still hanging on to those. Old technology is what we want to talk about just for a moment. Yeah. Do you have, like, a really old piece of technology at home that maybe you're still using? Or maybe you don't want to let go of it. It's just collecting dust, but it's still at home. You don't want to get rid of it. Still can't get rid of that rotary dial telephone? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The oldest piece of technology in your home. We want to know what that is. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.